What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Daily One Minute Message podcast. Uh, so glad uh, you're joining us. Um, I'm super excited about today because I am here with my friends, our Daily One Minute Message podcast team, and I want them to introduce themselves. So, Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, I'm uh, Stephen Popovich, and I get the honor of working over here at Seacoast Church, working with the College and Twenties, but also I'm a painter uh, around town as well. It's, it's awesome to be here with my friends. Yeah, it's so good to be here. My name is Caitlin Del Castillo, and I am the campus admin over at Seacoast West Ashley, which is a super fun role, and I really love it. Awesome. So that's pretty Italian. Yeah, Del, Del Castillo. Actually Spanish. Get out of town. Yeah, yeah, I'm half Spanish. Half Spanish? Like mm-hmm. legit half mm-hmm. Spanish? Spain Spanish. And what about Papadich? I always want to say Papadich. Papadich. You always want to say, you always. I do it. You're the only person that really does that well. <laughs> so it's, it, but it's not Italian, is it? <laughs> I wish it was. That's why I was going to be really, I'm still jealous that you're perhaps Spanish. No, it's like Slavic. Slavic. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know how it all worked out, but it's. I'm still going to say it in Italian. Way. Yeah, Russo is what? Italian. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a, Russo. Yeah, yeah, I'm 100% Italian. So, well, one of my family names is uh, Ar- Arcidiacono, and wow. it, and then it was it was it was Grandma and Grandpa Arcidiacono, but we would say Grandpa Archie, so we shortened it to Archie. And they were basically the ones that they didn't raise us, but they were like our caretakers growing up. Wow. But. Uh, but yeah, so we're we're here. I love these guys. Um, I I hope you guys have been in, been enjoying the podcast. Uh, recently, we've uh, we, um, for a while for a while it was just uh, it was just me, and I'm just so thankful uh, for Stephen and Caitlin for being a part of it. And um, we just have, I I can't wait uh, for the future. We've got so many ideas as far as um, interesting things we can do in terms of topics, in terms of people we can interview. Uh, so thankful for you guys for listening and supporting this. And uh, today, what I wanted to um, get into is obviously 2020 has been a crazy year. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, I, honestly, it's one of these deals where any time I think about all that's been going on this year, I'm just like, is this even real? And um, and, and one of the things that's been important, I know, to all three of us has been fighting for, um, first off, a relationship with God for ourselves. And then each of us is also in a position where we're tasked with, called to help others cultivate a deeper relationship with God, which is just a, as far as how this year has gone, I think has been tremendously difficult. So first off, I just want to talk about how have and, and either one of you can start but how has um 2020 and all that this year has been how has it impacted your relationship with god what's what's that looked like for you this yeah. year yeah um i'll jump at it because you know i i think going into 2020 everyone had this idea that it was going to be the best year ever like i mean i kid you not it seemed it just seemed like there was so much hype for 2020 <laughs> there was so much hype right and and i think faith-wise too we just at least in our world getting off of um you know 2019 was awesome we had a pretty awesome year um over here we opened up um a big campus we were seeing tons of people come to god uh, so it almost it was easy to ride the wave, 
Like, it was just, it was easy. 2019 was an easy riding wave faith year. Uh, there was so much that you could just kind of be lax about, but yet you could care. I could carry on your faith and your faith. Like, it was okay. And, um, you know, you jump into 2020, and honestly, right, January, it, it didn't look like things were going to be all that bad still. And then, you know, as it progressed, you know, we started going, okay, maybe this is going to change life a little bit. And then before we knew it, it changed everything. And then we all thought it was going to be over in about two and a half weeks. And yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. And then, they're, and then they're telling us to do this and, and then, you know, and can't go do this and blah, blah, blah. And, and so honestly, it, it felt like to continue this surfing analogy, I went surfing this morning as well, but um, continue that, just the wave died out. It just really got flat and slow. And you either had the skill to, to try to figure out how to keep paddling faster, or, you know, after a while, you just ran out of steam. Yeah. Even being in ministry, you know, there was even a hype of, okay, cool, this is different. Let's figure out how to do this different. And, you know, being an artist, like, I always was like, all right, let's, let's see how creative we can get mm. with this. Yeah. And so fast... I was trying to produce all this content, you know, whether it's daily one minute message yeah. or, or for, for the people. And I was like bone dry after like three weeks. And I was like, oh, I thought I had a lot more in me. And so it honestly has been, I, uh, I really felt like early on February, March, finding this like peak of creativity going deep in this like, wow, I really don't have a lot to offer. Yeah. I thought I did. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden finding like this, like, hey, I've, I've got to personally do something different. And honestly, I just literally started going, okay, well, I read the word sometimes, you know, that's a good thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> as a pastor, I, as a I pastor, think that's I think really I lot, laudable. To do that. <laughs> but just literally going, I'm scraping for stuff and I'm like, well, there's no better inspiration and God's word, but I can't, I'm just not a very alone kind of guy to do that. Like, yeah. just like, all right, let me cultivate some like mm -hmm. mystical, you know, whatever, and sit down for two hours. But literally just going, okay, I'm going to go on Instagram every day and just read the word. And whatever comes from it, comes from it. Yeah. I kid you not, it has been, it has been the greatest thing to just do that. And I don't know all the time what I'm reading, what it means. And then, but the people on Instagram Live, they'll communicate back to me. Yeah. And so it just started this like That's cool. weird. It's it was it shouldn't be that weird to me because yeah. it should be like well duh that yeah. obviously is the case. But literally, it was just like oh my goodness, I've got it. I went. I almost went back to like a home base. Wow. And I really didn't even know that's where I was supposed to go, but I I had to have a a purpose behind doing it. Mm -hmm. And. Um, and what I've noticed is the people that joined on or even like now, like now we're going through, like I went through Ephesians and Acts and now we're doing the Daily Brews and which is the Hebrews, of course. And, uh, <laughs> nice. But I'm saying, and, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it's been like, gosh, I never read that part of Hebrews before. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, neither have I. Oh yeah. my gosh, like, I didn't know this actually was supposed to, like, that's how it transpired and all this stuff. And I'm like, I thought I only, I only read 
Hebrews 11 and 12, you know, the heroes of faith, right? Just, yeah. You know, boom, yeah. you know, sin so easily entangles, man, run the race. And I'm like, yeah, that's my motivational verse, but I never read Hebrews 10, really, and Hebrews 9. It's like, what are these things? Yeah. And so it has taken, it took some time. It was a slow roll to get back into, you know, that home base to find. But I, I don't think I've ever, I would have never, uh, I would have never found it if I wasn't pushed somewhere to yeah. do it and I think that was the big part mm-hmm. so sort of the discomfort and the kind of the monkey wrench and, and sort mm-hmm. of the, the regular system that you had been in kind of catalyzed you to uh, find a way to connect with God and with others that you probably wouldn't have mm-hmm. stumbled across no. you know, faith had to way. become personal in 2020 mm-hmm. and if it wasn't personal you, you found out like in a couple weeks yeah. If it was church faith, it got lost. Yeah. And I'll, let's say I, you know, I had, I don't know, forty-five some leaders, be a part of my thing. Yeah. Or whatever. And I probably saw three of them, mm-hmm. at the end of that. And then just going, oh my gosh, for me, I'm like, am I really even discipling them well enough that their faith could maintain a month? And I and I wasn't. Mm. And so it's anyway. No, it's part man, of the vision. Thank, for what's thank, thank you for sharing that, man. No, that's good, Caitlin. What, what what about you? Yeah. So the last two years have really been years of transition for me. And 2018, I moved to. I graduated college, moved to a new city, had a new job. Everything was new. Really trying to find my place and where God was calling me. And then 2019, within three weeks, I was feeling like God was telling me, "Hey, you're going to leave your job and go into ministry." And so for me, I had this vision of 2020 is going to be my year of normalcy, my year of no transitions. And this is where I'm really going to be rooted and and grounded in where I'm at. And so um, the end of 2019 going into 2020 was actually a really dry season for me and a season where I was like, God, where is your presence? Where are you at? I feel like I'm running after you and I feel like you're not there. Mm. And I started 2020... At a, at a Christian conference and it was so great and I was like this is going to be a great year I feel like this is going to be a year of freedom for me whatever that means mm-hmm. and um, still kind of in a dry season and I took the, the opportunity to take a staff course we had that was called spiritual health and um, it was a really great reminder of how to enter the Lord's presence and stay there mm-hmm. and how to um really stay grounded in who I was and then everything shut down and mm. I was thriving everybody else was having a really hard time and I have I don't have as many responsibilities as a lot of people on our staff team I'm not married and don't have children and so I had a lot of time yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's just me and my roommate having um, a lot of live talks and um, trying to figure out like what does our place in the world look like right now what does our faith look like and then a couple months ago is when I really hit my wall of, mm. okay, how do I find rest when there's not a lot going on? And it, it, this should be a restful time. Mm-hmm. And so I went from almost a little bit of a spiritual high to just a spiritual low that I've mm. been stuck in a little bit, honestly, for about two months at this mm. point where I, um, one of my best friends put it really well of just expectation overload and mm being so tired of of I'm almost apathetic and almost desensitized to what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. and 
um, you hear a tragedy and my like my heart breaks for it. I want to help. Yeah. I I'm very much a doer and I want to make things better. So when there's things that I just I can't fix, yeah. And I've I think I've become numb to that a little bit. Yeah. And so I think I've taken a little bit of that out on the Lord and um, have kind of almost. I don't know if pulled back is the right thing, but really tried had to reevaluate of of what is what is my purpose? What are you calling me to? Who have you called me to be? And yeah. really grounding my identity in um, and who He's called me to be. So yeah. that's been an an interesting time in my faith journey, I guess. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing about the the apathy because I think that probably a lot of us can relate to that, and not just apathy, but the desensitization. What's the word? Desensitization. Um, that sounded good. I, yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's right. Because <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine. I mean, it's so hard with so much going on. I mean, what we've seen in our country regarding uh, racial inequality and the politics behind all this—it's so hard to internalize it. It's, I, you know, I, I don't. I think there are probably many people that that can relate to that. Like what. I, my, what do they call it? Compassion fatigue, mm-hmm. where it's like I just I, I don't I don't have the capacity to care about everything that's going on right now. It's uh, I think that's probably mm-hmm. um, pretty nor- pretty normal, but it's um, but but it's tough because it's like you wanna you wanna care and you wanna fix things, and it's like it's just uh, it's hard. Um, yeah, I know for me, I think um, I've always one of the hardest things for uh, for me uh, has been. I have always been kind of futuristic, and I've always derived a lot of passion and excitement regarding what could happen in the future. And I think one of the things that, quite honestly, this year has uh, has really kind of met, one of the ways that it's kind of messed me up has been so much casting so much ambiguity around the future. I just think I've just uh, it's it's made me feel like, gosh, I have no idea what's going to happen. And I think that that's that's really been hard, you know. And I don't know if it's just like a a rebellious streak in me, but like when like being told to wear a mask and like uh, you know and you know and I and I I see the the sense in it, but it's like I don't know. I've just it's just like the world. I think what it's really been it hasn't really been about the mask, but the world has changed in some ways that has. Affect, affected my sense of being in control if right. that makes any sense yeah. like and it, just like you don't have a choice you need to this is the you know this this virus is real and it could affect anybody and now your life is going to look a certain way I feel right. like I've almost felt a little pushed around mm-hmm. by this year if that if that makes any yeah. sense and I and I and I haven't liked that because I've always felt like well regardless of what happens out there I'm I, I'm still me and this is still how I roll and I've almost felt like wow like I'm being forced to change in some ways this year and and I don't know I feel like that I didn't anticipate that and I think that um you know I uh, it, it has and I think that both of you, uh, Stephen I think you you hit on this. It has forced me to to look to God more, and I still have had, but I, I, it still hasn't been easy. You know, mm-hmm. it's still, um, you know, I've ha- I've found a lot of comfort in, um, in prayer and spending time because it's like I think I tend to stuff emotion and I tend to not deal with it, uh, 
right away. And I think for me, one of, one of the things that's been really helpful has been like just going, go, spending longer times in prayer to really just, I don't know, be ugly with God, be open with God, just like, hey, this is what I'm disappointed about right now. This is what's tough. This is what's hard, like spending those times in prayer because it's so there's so much emotion in me that I think that has been I've had to pray more. I've had to spend more time in God's presence. So that's been one thing Um, I do see, um, uh, you know, unashamedly, I do see a counselor and that's been really helpful. And then I think close friendships like, you know, not being able to see the quantity of people that I'm used to, but really really making sure that I, I I think it has in a lot of ways highlighted you know where the real friendships are and where the real friendships aren't Mm -hmm. but I but I've really found the need for closer relationship but man it's it's been tough and I I and I don't you know and I I wouldn't say I'm in like you know I would say I'm in a pretty good place right now but it's it's been a hard year um so kind of transitioning the conversation a little bit I mean, I can't imagine a single person listening to this that isn't struggling in some way, shape, or form. Um, so I, I guess just as you found, you know, I know that we found, you know, we've all had to look at the rhythms of our lives. I think that one thing that we've all had to look at, and that, Caitlin, you, you hit on this, is there are certain things we can control and there are certain things we cannot control. And I think that all of us, there's tons of stuff going on in the country and in the world today that if we had control over it, we would change. Right. And I think that all, I think that's a very human problem right now. So all of us, I think the name of the game right now, perhaps in this season, is looking at the things that we can affect, looking at the things we can change, and actually being intentional about those things. And then, and then, and then, especially for people of faith, saying, "Okay, God, I have to." I have no choice but to trust you with the rest. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What would you say to, to those who are going through a tough time right now, be it economically, financially, relationally, emotionally, like especially when it comes to your relationship, you know, our relationship with God, what are some, uh, what are some, some things we can do with the small circle that we can control to, to actually grow in this year? and not completely lose our minds given <laughs> given yep. how crazy things have been with an election coming up and the continue the continuing tumult we see all around us. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say I'll say off the bat I think where we are to think about future is easy to think I'm I'm in this spot one mindset is I'm always going to be in this spot, right? Which is a really a daunting mindset. You can almost think, oh my goodness, my life now, from, for, from now on, I will no longer handshake one soul. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know? And, oh. and, and I get the immediacy or the, the pure um, proximity of whatever's present obviously feels daunting. And, and of course, yeah, we've got the elections still to come and who knows, and, and more hurricanes and blah, 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 and, you know, <laughs> killer, killer bees and whatever else. <laughs> and, and we've got all these components. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. still oh, we, we already forgot about those. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, You know, and we still, so we still, there's more to do and there's more there. And 
and it's easy in this time period. I really felt, and I, I was t- talking probably even a month ago, um, and even met been you, Chris, about how I really perceive most people during this season has struggled so much in very much different capacities they've ever struggled with. Yeah. One, they've never had, they don't, they used to have accountability and now they don't. And accountability is as simple as me seeing you and going, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like, it's just that. Because we are very proximity relational people. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, but we all are. And so a lot of us would e- easily go, oh my goodness, there's so much now sin in my life, crud, the sin that so easily entangles has so easily entangled us like over the course of time. And honestly, I've been like, I wonder if so many people are in a place where it would be so fearful to go back to church, mm-hmm. so fearful to step into future because now if I was not unqualified before, right. I'm really unqualified now. And that's been for myself equally as well as uh, hundred people I've talked to, which is a grandest, you know, grand, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe four, but let's say a hundred, you know, but it seems like the 10, this trend of like, now that I've been in this pit for a, enough time or that struggle or this, even like mentally struggling or trying to figure this thing out, um, I've been in my head more or whatever. I'm yeah. supposed to go to God, but I don't know if I, I want to. I mean, does he really answer that kind of prayer and that kind of stuff? It doesn't seem like he's working, whatever. You know, there's that inner turmoil kind of stuff going on that you almost get this sense that people will go easily back to a work-based faith mm-hmm. than a Jesus-paid-it-all faith. Mm. Yeah. That, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And it, it could be so easy for us mm-hmm us three but also whoever's listening to go all right i've been such in this pit what i've got to do now is find my way out mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. i mean i'll reach up a couple mm-hmm. of times if i'm, I'm struggling financially mm-hmm. if i'm struggling with you know the things that are in the news of i might you know i might you know but really um i need to get cleaned up before i jump back into that thing because i remember when i went back to church or i went back to small group or i went back to whatever my friends they knew me as this, but now I feel like I'm this. Mm. So I feel like the condemnation has been like thrown on us so mm. massive. And honestly, I, if I could say one thing is to, for myself as a refresher, for us as a refresher, is the, the purity of the gospel of Jesus paid it all mm. means there's not one thing I can do. Mm. And it literally is just, a, it's going, it, you jump right back into church and go, wow, God, thank you, because you're the one who did it. I didn't. If mm-hmm. we could seriously do it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Pharisees thought. They literally thought I could do it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have, I don't want my people to have that mindset. I don't want them to think they can, because eventually they will fail. Mm-hmm. You know, three steps trying to get out. And... And it's really, it makes almost in a sense, doesn't it make the gospel even more beautiful? Because it literally mm-hmm. means that I'm so trapped in this crap. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way I can get out. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's why Jesus came. And you go, yeah. man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you just go, just like, and I don't love using Peter's sinking thing, you know, uh, all the time. But it's literally as beautiful as that. Yeah, You are sunk sunk did you know <laughs> you are you are you are you are down you know and all you gotta do is say you know jesus i'm sinking yeah and he goes yeah i know 
here's my hand. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I know you are. Yeah. I, know, I know you probably couldn't have walked a mile on those waves. Like, I know you couldn't have. But there was no, I don't think Peter, the objective Jesus was like, I bet Peter's going to get to me. I bet he was like, I know he's going to fail. Mm-hmm. But I called him anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, it's like good. so like. Yeah, I don't know. We just we can't think that we got to get out of this hole by ourselves. Yes. Nor can we change anything mm-hmm. by ourselves. I was looking at Ephesians. Just anyway, I was looking about that idea. You know, it's it's not not by any works that any man could boast. Mm-hmm. It's not by our works that we could boast, but it's literally the grace and the gift of God. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus mm-hmm. Christ and that gift. So mm-hmm. that's what I'd say moving forward. No, I I yeah. love that man. Like just how like when the things around you are crumbling. Because um, I think that that's one thing that's happened through this pandemic and through everything that's happened this year. I think that people's, people's health, I mean, they're very, our very lives in a lot of ways have been, have been threatened. Our finances have been threatened. Many people are, are struggling financially. And I think that it's almost, you know, it's like, okay, is there, it, it, it almost pro- directly provokes the question, is there anything that I can put my hope in? Is there anything I can ground myself in that can't be shaken by this? Sure. And I think that if there is a gift in this time for all of us, it's it's that it's the you know it's 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 the emphatic answer to that question that yes, Jesus is that answer. Yeah. He is the one that that we can put our hope in. So I think that's that's a really good insight. I would definitely jump in and, and say that the the cliche of you can control your reaction. I think that has been huge for me. And one of my favorite passages of scripture is Lamentations 3. And it has been for years. Mm. Um, And especially verses 21 through 24 that say, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Mm. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Um, Those have been verses of hope and of anchors for me for so long but what I love is that it's in the middle of lamentations which is just death and destruction mm-hmm. yeah. and chaos and loss and grief and then all of a sudden you have these couple verses of hope and so that's become very practical for me of yeah. how can I find that little bit of hope and remember that the Lord is steadfast that yeah. he is merciful and gracious and so something super practical for me is that I started this year of when I wake up, I recite that passage. So that's the first thing Mm. that is in my mind. And then um, the episode I did a couple weeks ago on Claim Your Name, the the things that I said at the end of um, you are a child of God, you are God's masterpiece, you have been created in Christ's image um, for a purpose, you've been given the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. Those are all affirmations that I say every morning. Wow. Yeah. So um, the very first thing that I need to do, because it's so easy for me to just grab my phone and start scrolling Instagram or look at news and just be blasted with negativity and with, wow, we're we're still in this season. We're still in 2020 of, of that apathy and criticism and judgment. And I know I so easily fall into that. And so it's it's been difficult. There's mornings where I just repeat it and I don't necessarily believe mm. it. Um, but at least I'm starting out like that. At least I'm giving the Lord the space to say, hey, like I am steadfast and mm-hmm. here's how I'm going to show it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, of a, An interesting characteristic of the Lord that I've seen is just his kindness. And I feel like yeah. that's not something I've seen 
a lot. I know he's kind, but yeah. I feel like that is a um, characteristic we sometimes look over. Like, we know he's loving and merciful and gracious, yeah. but he's also kind. And I've seen, um, whether it be a friend that randomly texts me out of the blue, like, hey, thinking about you today, yeah. or um, just getting to see, like, little glimpses of who he is in the middle of um, all of this chaos has That's been... Very uplifting and given me hope when there has been a lot of hopelessness and loss. That's interesting because it, you know, I don't know. I, I I typically think about this season as being one of great divisiveness um, amongst people, but we all are all up against as far as the as far as the pandemic goes, and you could argue when it comes to to race. Although I don't know that everybody always sees it that way. But we are up against some, some similar enemies in this, and I think that um, not, I think that one of the ways that God has shown His kindness—that's a great insight—is through us all being able to care for one another and us all being a part of a shared um, struggle. You know, yeah. so that's yeah, that's real. That's really cool. Um, so, and and I think kind of with that, you've been intentional about investing in relationships around you, and I think that's a great insight for all of us like do not do this alone Stephen I mean I know you you pointed to that as well like reach out to God reach out to people around you and I think the the thing I'll add and we'll wrap this up is um you know one of the things through counseling for me and through my prayer time is to to, you know you have to be real uh, about what you're going through um you have to have context where on a scale of one to ten you can give level ten transparency because um, you know, this is hard and there is grieving going on. The world has changed and, and it's easy sometimes for us to say, well, there are people that are struggling so much more than me. Who wants to hear my struggles? I don't want to be a burden to anybody. I'll, I can survive through this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I would just say where I, the question I would ask is where can you on a scale of one to 10 be level 10 transparent? Mm-hmm. Um, I, God knows you, he loves you, he cares about you, so I would primarily say to make sure you carve out time. You can't, this can't be done in a three-minute prayer you know, in the morning. Where, where can you carve out space where you and God can go for a walk, where you can go to a park or the beach or wherever it is, and you can just let your soul unravel and say what needs to be said, cry if you need to cry, but really talk to God. And who is that one friend, who are those few people that on a scale of one to ten, you can tell them what's going on. Because uh, I've heard it said before, you're only as sick as your deepest secret. And if and um, so, I would say that you know, um, sin loves the dark. Um, do, don't do this. Don't, don't try to compartmentalize in this. This is hard, but we'll make it immensely harder if we don't create context where we're in a safe place where we can just say the unedited version of what's really happening inside of us which can be which can be difficult to find but you've got to fight for that mm-hmm. um i think um I, I don't know if anyone has any uh, lasting thoughts um i we all we recognize that this is not uh this is not one minute but um <laughs> but uh, at, but, uh we're going to work on probably around once a month uh sharing with you doing a an elongated episode and uh, we want to give you guys uh, helpful, con- uh, just helpful content. Um, guys, any additional, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Great. Thanks for listening. You guys yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Be sure to share it if something resonated with you. 
I just really believe you never know who may need it. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so appreciate uh, those of you who listen regularly. Again, uh, just as Caitlin said, if this is this podcast is helpful to you, we'd love for uh, you to uh, rate it and review it on iTunes and share it uh, on social media. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys.